All righty. Welcome to the CHP Post Week 2 podcast. You're probably wondering, this is not The Nuts. This is Papa Partner leading us off. Uh, the Nuts is on a little work work trip this week, so I'm going to be uh, navigating us through the, the podcast, but I'm not going to be doing it alone. We have a guest co-host tonight. It is 5 o'clock somewhere, and that is in California right now. We got Reggie Ledoux on the line tonight. Reggie, how are we doing? We're doing great, partner. I'm so happy to be here, and uh, I can't wait to get into some ball talk. You know, I, I got the call late last night that uh, your co-host was not going to be able to perform his duties this week, so I stepped up, and, you know, we're ready to get this done. Yes, we are. I, uh, we appreciate you stepping up. We knew you would. Uh, big win last night. I know that we were uh, shooting some texts back and forth late into the night Eastern time, coming down to the last... Uh, Kind of last play, honestly. Yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts at the end of the game there? You know, it was a thriller, and I, I know we'll get into the uh, week two matchups a little deeper in this uh, pod, but, you know, it, it, for the most part, the matchup was a snoozer, but, you know, Monday night, sitting on the couch, garbage time, watching somebody's wide receiver three get targeted five times on the last drive, holding on to a three-point lead, you know, that's just... That's why we play the, the game. That's why we play, you know, that's why we're here. Yeah. So, I mean, we're happy. We, we got it done in prime time, and it wasn't pretty, but, you know, we got the first win. Got it, got it done in prime time. Um, yeah. Before we kind of dive in, D-Mal, uh, how about a little life update from you? Absolutely, yeah. So, I'm uh, still out in California. I'm in uh, Newport Beach. Uh, I think you guys noted on the first pod that, you know, I, I secured my uh, female life partner uh, recently. <laughs> Yeah, early uh, early August. So doing all the stuff that comes entails or comes along with it, uh, a wedding and planning. And other than that, I'm playing a little bit of basketball, um, watching a lot of sports, working a lot. So no major changes other than uh, getting engaged. Big change, but congratulations on that. Exciting. Um, Thank you. A couple fellow members have uh, made that life decision and, and the jump and it does affect fantasy football performance at, at points. So uh, we'll we'll watch that trend. We'll see if you can break that trend. Um, you know, as as we continue to move forward. Hope you don't. You're Reggie though, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll survive. We'll get through it. We'll we'll survive and advance and adjust and adapt. So we're ready. Yes, you are. So just kind of going with the intro here. Some positive notes. Um, football's back. I mean, we're we're two weeks in now. The NFL's right. underway. I mean, Sundays, the, the stress is back. We love it, though, the anxiety. Um, oh, yeah. Every stupid play, I'm getting pissed off for some reason. But, you know, it's great. Been fun to watch for, for eight hours. Um, it's, far- it's, uh, it's definitely back. And if I may get something off my chest here, partner, there's just nothing like football season. And I think you can agree. There's just nothing like it. NFL, college mostly NFL with what comes with fantasy, but no matter what's going on in the world, you know, Queen dying, we got wars all over the place. We're on the brink of a recession, but when Jeffrey Bezos flips that switch on Thursday night, (laughs) I suddenly have live football streaming, uh, through the internet onto my smart television via the Amazon app. You know, everything fades away, and you know, everything's going to be all right, and, you know, we're right around the corner from another week of fantasy, so it just makes everything easy when ball's in your life. It, it really does. I, I 
honestly don't even care about anything else half the time uh, outside of football um, during this time. And, you know, even for Sunday, wasn't even that cold out. Made a full pot of chili. You know, why not <laughs> football? <laughs> yeah. um, so we have contenders on here. Um, are we talking about who you think is a, a real NFL contender as far as winning the actual Super Bowl goes? Yeah, I was thinking that, you know, after two weeks – it seems like there's a lot of teams that are typically bottom feeders, which may be a trend in our league as well, but typically bottom feeders that are kind of making some splashes. You look at the Giants, you look at the Dolphins, they're 2-0. and um, It's hard to tell right now. The Colts, who were, everyone was very high on, are 0-2. I think you got the juggernaut of the Bills, and then you know the rest is, is kind of wide open. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, Bills just look like the the obvious favorite to me right now kind of a a team on a mission after last year kind of got hosed out of that ot i know it was the rules at the time um you know in the afc championship great game um chiefs are are you know they're kind of on a, a revenge tour as well right now looking really good and my uh my one future bet is actually on the eagles um, so I'm, uh, I'm fly Eagles fly this year, me and Timmy Shea. So we're, uh, we're looking forward to, uh, Eagles every week and, and rooting for them. But yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's hard to go against the, the bills right now, as far as legit contenders, they, they just look so much better than everyone, both sides yeah. of the ball. Yeah. I saw a bunch of stuff on Twitter today about a, a bills Eagles super bowl and how ridiculous all those fans would be breaking chair. <laughs> It would be awesome. It honestly, those would be probably the two best fan bases for a Super Bowl. Yeah, and then what, and then the Colts. Do you have anything to say about them, or, or not really? I mean, thankfully, I I don't have uh, Red Zone, or I haven't been streaming them illegally any anyway. Um, and thankfully, they, they they're not worth it right now. I mean, I I right. flip them on GameCast for a little bit while I'm checking fantasy. I usually have their game up and. I mean, it's just god awful. Um, I mean, I know we had tons of injuries last week, and Frank hasn't won in Jacksonville yet, which is embarrassing in itself out of five tries. Um, but I mean, I I really have no comments towards towards the Colts outside of maybe we're just tanking this year, and that's fine. Yeah. I'm I'm sick of this QB carousel of these old vets that are just way past their prime, like. Trying to just, I don't know, be uh, game managers. And we have so, so many young weapons that we're just ruining right now. It's terrible. So it's I guess I did have something to say. Yeah, no, you had a lot to say right there. So uh, glad you got that off your chest. I mean, <laughs> it is embarrassing just walking into the office after a, a bad loss on Sunday. And uh, you hear the stat guy over on the left yelling at you as you're walking back to your desk. Like, hey, what happened to the cold? And you're like... Son of a bitch. Uh, Not even a good morning. No, ruins Monday morning. Yeah, so it's it's depressing, and uh, this week we'll probably be about that. Yeah. Uh, who we got, Chiefs? Yeah, that's uh, not. I don't know. Some sometimes randomly we we do actually step up against great teams, but um, I just don't see it or believe it this year, to be honest. Yeah. Me Any uh, college football talk you want to mention? Nah, I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge, uh, I don't have a uh, college team that I follow too much, but I have been watching a lot of college football. Um, 
so far this year. And I, I just like watching the good players. I, I thought that Texas Alabama game was good. That, that was quarterback, good game. yeah, that quarterback was pretty cool to watch. I watched the uh, Kentucky Florida game, and I thought that uh, I forget what that guy's name is, Tevis or something, the quarterback for Kentucky. Uh, I, I'm butchering it probably, but he looked like a stud. Um, I just like to look at who's a future team member of Ladue while I'm watching. Just scouting, just scouting over there. Yeah, so but it's it's been good. It's it's uh trying to get into it. How's Sparty doing? Tough loss. Yeah, bad loss. Defense sucks again. We're again overrated. Uh, just because we have a cool coach. Outside of that, um, yeah, I mean we. Somehow we were like eleven and two last year. I think we had a pretty cake schedule. Uh, got blown out by by Ohio State per huge. Um, yeah, I mean we'll probably be like eight and four or something. Nothing, nothing special. Maybe play the Gator Bowl. Um, yeah. But yeah, kind of with you. Like I, I watched that Alabama Texas game. You know, I'm not going out of my way to watch college football. I'm I'm saving my. I don't get that much free time with uh, being Papa over here, so I'm going to allocate that that free time to Sunday. Yeah, smart man. So moving on to uh, kind of our, our next section here, we're going to keep the current events uh, section going. Um, you know, now that we're not going every week, um, we got some active social media members as well, and we're just going to kind of see what's everyone. You know, keep the league up uh, with what everyone is doing. Yeah, we're a community, you know, we're, we're friends and we're a community, and yeah. we're just a, so we, we care. You go against them head to head, you know, during the, during the week, but uh, yeah, like you said, we are a community deep down and, uh, or a fraternity, whatever you want to call us. Um, yeah. It does look like Kehoe though, back on the, uh, he, he's uh, pretty invested in, in social media and had a really great wedding or uh, engagement shoot uh, with his fiance around downtown Indy. They were eating pizza um, oh, yeah. during one shoot. I don't, they might have had their dogs in a few. Um, the bottle works. He, he really hit all the spots on that one. Yeah, I mean, it was very impressive. Good picks, good to have, uh, especially when you look back on them. Um, yeah. It's going to be good to have. and. Looks like SP went to Europe as well, uh, went to Italy. Uh, that's the only time I've ever been to Europe. We, on my honeymoon, we went to Italy. So uh, I know he had a great time. It's a it's an amazing place. Uh, I'm sure he had a, a great time as well. Um, and speaking of Europe, I think Carl's still there. Um, don't really know where Carl goes half the time. Uh, yeah. You know, there's a lot of places in the world that Carl travels to, and uh, good luck guessing where he's at. Um but I think him and his girlfriend are on a little Euro trip right now. Yeah, I can't really tell where they are. Wherever you're listening from, Carl, it would be great to know. But I watched that uh, John McAfee documentary on Netflix. I think, it's, I think it may be called Running with the Devil. And he's, like, he's kind of like all over the place. And I don't know, some similarities between <laughs> him and Carl. Other than he I haven't watched that yet. I did see the, the preview, but I need to. Yeah, wor- worth the watch? Cool. But yeah, we, we traded uh, uh, an SP and, and then Carl out to Europe. But um, I heard that the SP Europe trip was not a honeymoon there, Jack. I think it was a negotiation towards SP3, you know, the SP Junior coming along. I heard ah. he's over there. Whoa, future uh, future Papa on the, on the, okay, something we'll have to keep a lookout there. Keep a lookout, yeah. Good place and to so, conceive. Say it again? I said that's a great place to conceive. 
And uh, keeping with the current events, I, I saw Clay and Phil, they have just been the most popular wedding guys. I do think they got one in over the last three weeks, maybe two each. Um, but they have really been at a lot of weddings. It's on Instagram every weekend. Every weekend. And so very, very social commissioner. He's really coming out of his shell lately. Uh, so just good to see. Just shaking having- a lot of hands. You know, yeah, he kissing really babies, dressed up very nice, and so I, I think I saw him and kind of tied into Ben's current event. He went to the Odessa concert. It yep. looked like everybody in Chicago went to that concert. I saw John Hughes there. Maybe they all went together. Could have been uh, a, a a Carmel reunion. We don't know. It could have been, but you know, once again, he was right there with the commissioner. <laughs> Any events that hap- are happening in Chicago, Clay's going to be there. Yeah, he's all over the place. And then I think the last one that, uh, you know, since the last podcast, uh, we saw Bobby J. Kurtz down at his first IU game. Maybe a little bit of a good luck charm for the Hoosiers. Yeah, looked like it. Had the the headset on and everything, just ready to rock and roll uh, down in Bloomington. And, yeah, I think, uh, you know, they're 3-0. and Snuck out a couple good wins against Western Kentucky and Illinois at home. Oh, yeah. Um, Bobby J, who's your good luck charm? Undefeated. Um, and that's all we got as far as current events go within the league. Um, yeah, you know, if you're not on the list, you know, maybe do a little bit more on social. Maybe do a little bit more on social. I, I'm one of those uh, social media like lingerers. You know, I don't really post a lot, but I see everything. So it says a lot about me. You and I both partner. <laughs> Alrighty, here we go. Uh, moving on to weeks one and two recap. Reg, you want to go week one real quick? Yeah, I'll just do a quick summary of week one just to get us up to speed so we can dive into the you know, the week two results. Um, so just looking at the slate here, it looks like uh, the Nuts, who has been this year, took a, he took a surprising L to uh, the upstart squad, Brothermon, led by Clay, 118 to 109. It looks like Clay got some good performances from Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs on the season opener versus the Rams. And Ben just pretty much had an average uh, average week, got a nice goose egg from Akers on primetime to open <laughs> up the season. So there's that. That was funny. Uh, yeah, that one had to hurt. So that. Next matchup, Broncos Country Let's Ride, which is Kehoe, defeated uh, Dylan Kirk, which he's going by the Bug Type Gym. Mm, uh, this name, and uh, Kehoe won 103 to 65, so borderline 50 burger on that one. Uh, Kehoe got good performance from Jefferson when he torched the uh, Packers, and uh, DK only had two players break 10, so. That's one to forget there for, for old Bug-type Jim. Um, the next one, it looks like the closest matchup of week one, Tallahassee Love defeated uh, Skirts, the Raid at Mar-a-Lago. Just one point difference here, and it looks like it came down to Monday night, Jerry Judy and Melvin Gordon up in Seattle. So uh, Jerry Judy had that big touchdown, and uh, looks like that's probably what did it for old Tallahassee Love. Old Tallahassee. Uh, <laughs> so the next one here we got Papa Partner defeating Phil week one here 130 to 102 got some nice performances from Lamar and Devante and Sequan 130 highest point total for week one not bad felt partner good. felt good week one 
And then uh, Reggie, myself, I started the season exact same way that I ended last with a L to uh, Los Muertos, one seventeen to eighty. Uh, this one was over pretty quickly. I lost Higgins and Mitchell in the first half of their season openers in the early slate of games. Uh, please note. So it was uh, it was over pretty quick, and then I went on to lose Dak Prescott in the Sunday nighter. Um, so not a good week for old Reggie. A lot of people in the blue tent, and uh, yeah, that wasn't a fun one. Uh, week one and the final game of week one looks like Scotty took down his cousin. Uh, Sean oh, Hansen at ELLC, 91 to 74, not very competitive. And I will say, partner, I did not know the Heffern Bowl even took place. Did you even, was there anything going back and forth about that? Did I miss that or what happened there? You, you missed nothing. Um, I didn't even know it was going on. Even, you know, I think maybe it wasn't close throughout. I don't know because I didn't hear anything. No chirping. Maybe, uh, yeah. neither felt comfortable or confident in their team at the time. Um, you know, to, to garner the trash talking. So beauty of playing someone in the first three weeks is you get to meet them again later in the season. So let, let's hope that, um, you know, there's a little more uh, beef going on. You know, it's, it's just good content for the league. You know, we all look yeah. forward to the Heffern Bowl as much as they do, um, you know, as fans. Maybe. so. They're just a little quieter when SP loses. Maybe there's something to be said there. Very, very much so. So we'll we'll continue to see uh, how that progresses with SP as he's sitting here at 0-2 moving forward. Yeah. That gets us to week two. Yeah, let's move on to to week two here. Let me get back into the right stage. Where am I here, partner? You could just go ahead and start with your win there. Yeah, we'll go to starting off with uh, the bug type gym. Again, we'll, we'll get into the names a little bit later. Uh, and myself, um, I mean, I I just kind of went off with Lamar. That that was pretty much it. Lamar and Amon Ra St. Brown. My favorite name in the NFL is Amon Ra. Like, what a great okay. name to say. Um, and he's a beast. Uh, so great draft pick by, by D-Dog there. Him and Lamar duped it out. Um, you know, Lamar with the 80 yard touchdown run in like the third quarter was huge. And my bucks D with 25, um, outside of that, not a lot of production really out of the, the positional players, uh, on my end. So thank you, Lamar. Um, same with D dog though. You know, he had Amon Ra and Mark Andrews with great games, but, uh, came down to Dalvin on Monday night. Um, we held them, you know, we, we were focusing on four and, uh, you know, we, we contained and we got the job done to move to two and oh, uh, but more importantly, we pushed DK to Owen two, which is always great for the league. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what kind of action he seems to be content with his team. Um, you know, but we'll see what he, uh, what he does. He's very eager to get a Lamar Andrews stack. Uh, either mm. for me or for him. So he, he's looking mm. for that, which I'm not about, you know, I'm open to, to that. Gotta uh, be open to it. Moving on, we got the nuts. Uh, or any comments on, on that, that game there, Red? No, it was, it was a good win. Just looking back on it, uh, it felt like a shootout to start the week or to start Sunday, and then maybe you guys settled down a little bit. I, I thought this was going to be a much higher scoring game. Maybe even the projections were showing – 130s at a time, maybe even 140s, but uh, must have fallen asleep in the late window. And yeah, yeah it, 
there Monday night, but after about two quarters, you knew it was over. Yeah, Sunday night, uh, Packers and Bears, Dylan and Lazar combined for 15, and, and Mooney produced .1. Um, so yeah. that, that brought the shootout down quick and, again, just contained Dalvin. Uh, moving on. Uh, we got the Nuts uh, partner that is MIA tonight and Broncos Country. Let's ride uh, the Nuts. Uh, still my 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 pick to win. Um, Hertz went off, so very similar QB. Uh, you know, kind of domination right there. Mixon didn't have a great game. RBs didn't. Robinson, after a one catch performance, got into the end zone. Figured they were going to target him, get him involved. Um, but Michael Thomas, kind of a you know a risky pick in the beginning of the year. He scored in both games, um, you know, consistent starter moving forward. And you know he didn't have Michael Pittman um, this week, so having to throw you know Robinson or, or Henderson in there, so uh, managed to break a hundred. And Broncos country, you know, just kind of struggled. Jefferson struggled. Um, you know, no one actually scored more than eleven point four points for him. So. Broncos with a nice score of 69. Yeah, Broncos got locked down this week. Unfortunate, but, uh, you know, this, it's going to happen. you got to be ready for it. Nobody had, you know, I, I would take a while to click through the projections here, but maybe only his tight end beat his projection. Yeah. Uh, Looking at but, the bench, too, it looks like he had Allen and Gabe Davis. So, you know, two potential starters out this week. So, you know, always tough to having the – this early on having to throw in, uh, you know, the yeah. reserves. Yeah. And then, uh, the nuts team there, anytime you got Jalen hurts and he's playing like he's playing, it's going to be a problem when you're playing against them. And he's got Kelsey. who didn't do much last week, but I don't know his skill players, you know, leave a little bit to be, to, to be desired here with Patterson and Robinson and Michael Thomas, maybe Henderson acres. You'll see how it goes throughout the season. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see. He's got a couple players to, to prove, um, but good foundation to start. Moving forward, um, Brother Mon. Um, high score. Nope, I checked that. Not high score of the week. Very close. Put up 135. Massive performance on Monday night from Josh okay. Allen and Stefan Diggs. My God, and Jalen Waddle with 35 himself, so... Oof, north of 100 just with those three players. Um, you know, that was really it for his team. Starting three bills. Singletary didn't do much on the, in the flex spot there, so we'll see what kind of adjustments he makes. Um, right, up, right at Mar-a-Lago. Man, in shambles right now is Skirts. Um, you know, Trey Lance ankle in ways it shouldn't be, you know, angled at. JT getting nine touches in Jacksonville and just not a lot going on for, for old skirts over there. What do, what do you think's going on with uh, Samuel? Just a tough start. And, um, you know, his, his skill players, DJ Moore has Baker throwing to him. CD lamb now has Cooper rush throwing the ball to him and Melvin Gordon. Then a timeshare, his quarterback's gone. Who knows what Juju is So. Not a very good start, but only two weeks. You can see what happens on the bench. Brees Hall down there on his bench. He's also an attacker, but looks to be the better back. Bateman's been making some plays. So he's got some 
you know, some ingredients to at least stay afloat here and try and make a move. But not not good so far. It's going to have to get the old QB uh, reagent wired like me. Yeah. One thing we know about Sam is he is not afraid to make trades either. He, he always makes good trades. You know, he doesn't, you know, uh, panic trade or anything. He's he's had tough starts and, and bounced back. So, um, you know, really the only desirable name, though, is JT. So is he willing to part ways with him? Probably not yet. Way too early to do that. Um, but what do we think about Brothermon here? Um, last year's bumper, uh, a three-time bumper, um, you know, been in contention for bumper for five years. I know that because I've been in contention with them, just us two pretty much every year. Is he legit this year? I don't know. Brothermon's got, he's got no running backs, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. And for Madden Edmonds... Um, don't really like either of those guys too much, but you know, I, I, I learned my lesson when I tried to stack, uh, Odell Beckham and Baker Mayfield a few years ago, you can only do a stacked wide receiver and quarterback if it's an elite stack. And that's probably the stack that you want in the NFL. So it's a, uh, as elite as it gets right there. That's as elite as it gets. And, you know, those two would have outscored right at Mar-a-Lago by themselves. So he, he could have only played his bills and still won pretty comfortably <laughs> Uh, so they, they look good. He's got the most points and he served up the first 50 burger of the week. So hard to knock him too much. Hard to knock him. I, I like Lenny. Uh, I think he had a bad week, but I, I like Lenny, but yeah, Chase singy down there. Um, you know, it's hard to have a, a full roster at the moment, but overall good start there. Um, next we're moving over to Tallahassee love and Paul Maud Maudib. Maldib. Maldibib. I don't know. Um, pretty handily won by old Tallahassee Love. Good bounce back week. You know, he, he pulled out the win 70s. You know, sometimes you got to grind those defensive battles out. Um, but then showed a little upside this week, putting up 136, our, our clubhouse leader. Um, you know, had Tyreek, who went off in the second half there, 37 and a half points. You know, the, the tight end guru, do we bring that up again? Logan Thomas, 12.2 points. Um, you know, I'm not huge fans of Montgomery or Damian Harris. Um, they're just kind of like poor starters on average teams. But both had, you know, 15 points this week. So prove me wrong. Um, but overall, just, you know, really good week. 136. Uh, looking strong. Yeah. And then uh, Paul Maddebe, who, who we know as uh, Scotty here, Nobody, yeah, you know, he had Williams had a big week on Thursday night. Mike Williams, Kyler Murray came alive in the fourth quarter. But other than that, kind of pedestrian performances from James Conner, who I will note had an ankle injury. Terry McLaurin in a shootout only gets 10 points somehow. Maybe Curtis starting to take some of his touches or that Johan Dotson guy. Um, Penny, I don't believe he is a starting running back in this league. And then uh, Gibson, who he's only waiting for. I got to come back. So, you know, one and one, but. Mm. Yeah, didn't have Kamara this week. Already benching DK Metcalf. You know, I'm sure early. that there was a similar to, to Amari Cooper, um, probably a lot earlier, a few rounds earlier, actually, than Amari Cooper. You know, it's probably a fourth round draft capital. Uh, Having to bench him, um, yeah. pretty tough. You know, I, I notice he has DeAndre Hopkins as well. Is he going to be. Probably the first ever manager to start four players from one team. 
Kyler Murray, James Conner, DeAndre Hopkins, Zach Ertz. You know. Hey, you know. We are looking at the Arizona Scotties over here. Yeah, if they can put up the points, then it may be worth it. But yeah, he 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 made the tough decision to uh, bench his fourth rounder. I will say that his starting wideouts and flex did outscore him. Yep. So it was a great bench. Just tough. Great decision. We we trust and, and believe in your managerial skills. Um, but yeah, he kind of stacked on the Cardinals there. And first two weeks, you take away the fourth quarter in Oakland, and they look like shit. So yeah. do not look good. So needs the Cardinals uh, moving forward here. Um, next up, we got Javante Zuma's revenge versus Los Muertos. Um, Javante Zuma uh, again, Phil. Oof, just. Poor name. Every year, just lives up to the hype. Um, got a huge game out of Nick Chubb, three tutties. <clears throat> Outside of that, you know, no one really stuck out. Um, Mike Evans got ejected and now suspended. Uh, had a solid start in Josh Palmer, got 11 out of him, late touchdown. Um, did bench Amari Cooper, uh, understandably so, after last week. Um, but he went off for, for 20 points on his bench and Jahan Dotson is looking good back to back good weeks for him. Um, but you know, overall, I feel like, uh, you know, Javante Zuma's ceiling is, is pretty low right now. He's just hovering around 90 to hundred, uh, the first two weeks. And I don't really see much pop outside of that. Yeah. When, when you pick, uh, somebody in a timeshare and as your sixth overall pick on a reach like that, then, you know. You may be lacking some of that big play, <laughs> that big point potential when you're passing up on I don't remember who, but guys like Alvin or Squad. You know, yeah, from week to week this may happen. Um, but savvy play here from Javante Zuma pulling his uh, defense. He had the Packers defense and had the win in the in the bag up three and decided Thank to you. pull. So very savvy veteran move, and then. Uh, Turning to his opponent, Los Muertos, three-point game. So he was in there the whole time. It was close. Um, did not get what he was looking for from Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. Kind of a, an outlier week, I would assume, where um, Chase is only getting eight. I don't think he scored. Burrow's 16. They lose to the Cowboys. Swift was somewhat limited. Scored a touchdown. Looked completely fine out there, I'll note. Um, but they did limit him. Jacobs. Didn't see a play from that game for the most part. Debo, you know, 12. So, got a good performance from Darren Waller. His team's fine. Tough loss. Didn't get the performances he wanted. Yeah. Yep. Just one of those weeks. <clears throat> I think Swift is super good. Um, yeah. Can be limited. Jamal Williams tends to kind of vulture a lot of the, the red zone work. And you just kind of wonder if he didn't. I think Swift would be easily a top five back. Potentially better. Tough to watch. Final matchup of the week, probably the best matchup of the week uh, for those who were her paying attention Monday night. Uh, yeah. Old Reg versus SP. I'll give a quick overview and then uh, yeah, let you kind of analyze. Um, Cooper Cup, my God, better than last year. Can't believe it. Everyone expected regression. Uh, he's giving you some positive regression this year, which is insane. Old T uh, was concussed last week, mid game, doesn't care plays get 16 for you um you know hunt he's a good start every week he really is i think 8.4 is his floor um it's just you really don't know who's gonna score those those touchdowns um and mccaffrey kind of off to a slow start as well 
keep an eye out for Kirky, though, on the bench. Christian Kirk, two great games to start. Um, got to feel good about him. Um, oh, despite yeah. all your injury, I mean, you got banged up last week. So uh, getting the dub, uh, you know, had to feel good. SPLLC, on the other hand, still one of my favorite names. Um, just not a lot of juice over there. You know, he had a huge game from Aaron Jones. Um, outside of that, though, Pitts has been extremely disappointing so far to start. 2.9 each game. Um, you know, that's third round draft capital. That's just uh, doing nothing for you. So it seems probably regrettable at the time, but but we'll see. I don't think he's going to sell low. Uh, some positive news for SP, though, is Drake London. Um, really good start. He seems very legit. Um, and I think startable every week. But what were your thoughts on the game there? It was a snooze fest, and uh, I was texting SP on Sunday, and he said that's kind of how he rolls. He, he wants to just drag you out to the lake, and and then you know take you under when he gets the chance. So it, it was very. <laughs> he did have two guys go on Thursday with Edwards, Zelaire, and Eckler. I felt I did a good job of locking them up, um, not letting them get too much, and then. I mean, the one o'clock slate between our matchup was so boring. I think it was like 20 to 40 by the end of it. I got a zero from the Colts. Uh, Kareem Hunt didn't do much. McCaffrey really didn't do much either. And then once the late slate came around, Cooper Cup started scoring. I had a sizable, sizable lead headed Sunday night. And then I just watched Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones just go insane. So that was not fun to watch, especially with no players in that, watching them combine for almost 50. And it all felt like it was in the first half. I thought yeah. it was over. Um, so eventually we got to it. Dawson Knox made a couple of catches and A.J. Brown. They, they did the bare minimum that they needed to get by. <laughs> came all the to the last drive. And after Kirk had uh, thrown... I mean, having two or three interceptions to slay, he was no longer looking for Jefferson. And I think Thielen had like six targets on the last drive, one right on the goal line, and uh, we knocked it loose. And that's that. Boys held on. Is, is that something that you need to address in the locker room is doing the bare minimum to get by? Yeah, well, that's not the mentality, and that's already been addressed. So uh, we're, we're expecting better performances next week. Perfect. All right, moving on to um, just uh, another section here. Um, and before we do it, I didn't ask in the beginning, and that's, uh, you know, first time kind of leading the charge here. I, I forget the some of the basics, but one Hordner you can in tonight. I got a Modelo Especial, mm. classic beer, Southern California beer. It's like our Bud Light. Nice. One of my, actually, favorite beers on draft. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I'm getting a Cerveza on draft, I'm getting a Modelo. Oh, yeah. Get that lime in there. Ooh. No lime, but I do have a glass bottle. So I, does that count? Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I'm not going to say it counts as draft, but it's good. Does it count as a horn? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it counts. Right. Uh, just beer is a horn. I mean, I drink cans every every week. Hey, fair enough. TBH, but whatever. Um, yeah. Let's talk about team names a little bit. A little extra segment here. Um, you know, we got... Yeah. I'll, I'll I, let I, you. I'll let you uh, catalyst this one. I noticed the change too. I mean, there, there. We always have some very, very creative owners in the league, and you get some, some puns from the names of their players. Um, there are a few teams that you know they've somewhat established a brand, uh, and I'll say Reggie myself. That name will be remaining uh, for the time <laughs> being until something tragic happens, or you know, a complete overhaul of my front office. That will be you know Reggie will be Reggie. 
Um, the Los Muertos kind of starting to feel like a brand. I don't know. Maybe. What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, when, when you win the championship, it's uh, it's tough to change names, uh, I feel like, unless it's tied to a specific player. Uh, I'm not one to make a team name off of a player that I own, um, but I think if you win and it's not player-related, you got to keep it going. Yeah, so he's, he's rolling with that from his championship. I remember he changed that name around. Could have sworn he was in Mexico for... Uh, yeah, I think like it was said. a mid-year change. Yeah, so and they kind of rode it and got the wave and stuck with it this year. So we got Los Muertos. We got Paul Ma Dib. Dib. Not sure what that is, but pretty sure that was his name last year. I could be wrong. Yep. I, don't, I don't. That's a brand. I surely hope not, but it is consistent from last year. And we got Papa Partner. This one's starting to stick as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm glad you uh, put this in the in the notes with all the prep you did. Um, because I was going to bring that up, you know, I, I noticed that early on uh, in your in your career as a manager, uh, you were changing names. I will say you have one of my favorite names ever, Raw Dog or No Dog, off Thomas Raw is my boy. Um, but uh, you stuck with Reggie, and success with was uh, constant with that. So you know what? We're like we're gonna we're gonna build a brand here ourselves. Good for you. Um, and we're going with Papa Partner, and hey, we're sticking with it. It's uh, it's working in year two here, our sophomore campaign. Hey, people know the Papa. Yep, people know the Papa. Just just call him Papa. That's right. So we have uh, eight. So that's four. And then we have eight new names, and I'll just go really quickly. Uh, the first one here, uh, you know, going from top to bottom uh, or close to the top to bottom, Tallahassee Love. Lane is now Tallahassee Love. I did a little bit of research. Uh, I Googled Tallahassee Love. He likes to stick to song names. You know, a lot, most of the times it's songs that people don't know. Um, I found a T-Pain song from 2007 called Tallahassee Love. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that's what we're based off of. Um, I, I just don't know. I, I can't imagine we are, but that's all I got for my, my guess is yes. Uh, Lane and myself are, are big T-Pain fans. Uh, more like, uh, you know, around that era of T-Pain, prime T-Pain. So, uh, can confirm, uh, that that is the case. And, you know, Lane, Lane is also, uh, a, a tier one uh, name guy. So, um, yeah. although tier four, uh, this year, um, from the, the week, the preseason ownership rankings, um, he is tier one in, uh, creating names. Space force. One of those other names that is all time. That was a good name. So Tallahassee love. It's you pain song. All right. Uh, the next name we got here is Ben, the Nuts. And, I, you know, once again, not sure if there's any backstory here, but I know the Nuts is when you get the best hand in poker. So maybe he's trying to signal something that he had the best draft or that he's the best owner. Kind of arrogant. I'm not, you know, I, I find that hard, hard to believe knowing Ben so well, but I don't know. That's kind of all I was able to figure out on the Nuts. Yeah. Um... He, he has been getting more into poker. We've been playing a couple times on, online, so if anyone wants to get in, uh, sometimes we play Thursday nights during the, the football games. A uh, little hold'em. Just, uh, but, yeah, no, Ben's gotten into poker, so I think that, that could be it. The nuts it is. All right, the next one we got is Brother Mom, who it seems to be a pretty, you know, it, it's, it's probably my favorite here. I know you've been <laughs> saying uh, a lot, so Brother Mom. It's a great name. Uh, great name. 
don't know what it has to do with anything. And I do see that Windhorse, uh, Brian Windhorse, the ESPN reporter, is his uh, profile picture with long hair. So I don't, I don't think he has long hair like that. I could be wrong. I haven't seen him in a while. I, mean, I know I saw that clip, but I didn't notice his hair. So Brothermon, maybe something to do with Windhorse, maybe completely not related. But that's what Clay's rolling with this yeah, year. I think Clay like just likes calling people Brothermon. Um, and just went with it, you know. Kamish is busy shaking hands at weddings, so you know. I think he uh, he found something and, and rolled with it, and uh, he did well. I like Brother Mon. How he has the time to come up with a new name, I do not know. <laughs> we don't know. We really don't. And then the next one, uh, you touched on it earlier, Phil with uh, Javanta Zuma's revenge, and I know we like to hate on Phil, but. You know, I can't fault him with the effort that he puts in here every year, and it starts to feel like, you know, he's trying to piss people off with the name. He's got to be. And he just kind of, you know, he, he doesn't really defend himself. He just kind of takes it on the name. Uh, I, I, so I think... I honestly don't get it. Like, do you get this one? Like, where... So, he, he's basing this one off his first round pick, which is nice. Cause well, I, I get Javante Williams, but what's the Zuma's revenge? <laughs> so uh, Montezuma's revenge, which I will note that I 100% had, is when you drink uh, bad water in Mexico and you just shit yourself for like 10 days. So <laughs> maybe he's saying he's coming back to make everyone shit themselves. <laughs> Or make a splash or whatever, but <laughs> make uh, a splash. <laughs> yeah, on Zuma's revenge, I did okay. have it this July. It was horrible. Okay. And, uh, you know. Bad, so, uh, okay. You know what? For for as bad as Phil's names have been, and uh, this one is still kind of bad, but I will say that's pretty funny. Yeah. Good for Phil. Good for Phil. Semi trending in the right direction for once. You go, Phil. So we got four more here, and um, the next one I got is Broncos Country Let's Ride, which is Kehoe, and this is just, you know, this is a layup for him. It's a mean team name, yeah. and drafted Russell Wilson. He's got Russell Wilson as his uh, profile picture there, and it moves, so it's a gif. That is cool. Uh, pretty cool. Good job, Kehoe. You know, this one, I don't think you had much of a choice. Yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty simple there, like you said, layup. Um, but he's got the I, – I say GIF personally. I don't know if it's GIF or GIF. I'm a GIF guy. Um, yeah. But cool GIF. Let's ride. The next name we got, uh, SPLLC. I think this one uh, has uh, brand potential here um, just because of how it flows off the tongue. But, you know, I touched on it earlier. We could be going on into a recession. You know, Jerome Powell is really looking to hammer on us. He's going to drop another hammer tomorrow. And um, tough time to start a company in this economy. So yeah. you can really see he's struggling as a small business with an 0 and 2 record. So. Yeah, he has put a lot of cash in and not seen the return at the moment. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see if the, uh, you know, as the economy picks up, you know, we'll see if SPLLC picks up as well. But great name, definitely brand potential right there. Yeah, good job, SP. All right, the last two, uh, we got Dylan Kirk here. The the bug type gym, which I personally hate. Like, I really hate this name for some reason. It's four. <laughs> Dude, I do too. I fucking uh, hate it. I hate it so much. And initially, it's just bad. I, I thought it had something to do with bouldering because he goes to those boulder gyms. But I Googled the bug type gym and it comes up as a Pokemon. 
does he like Pokemon? I don't know. Um, but I don't like it. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't care. Um, I beat him. That's all I care about right now. So yeah, the win wasn't even more for my record. It was just to just make him change his name quicker. Whatever it takes. <laughs> so whoever's got him in week three, just please just beat his ass so we can change. Get him to change that name. And then the, uh, the final name here is Raid at Mar-a-Lago. Kurt's going with our first ever, at least that I can recall, a current event team name. Um, unless we had like a capital storming team last year. I don't know. I don't know what it has to do with his team or any of the players on his team. Uh, maybe he's passionate about justice being served or injustice that's going on in the world. So uh, seems to be something he cares about, the Raid at Mar-a-Lago. Um, yeah, uh, don't really have a, a comment here. Um, I'm, I'm not a politics guy. I don't really follow all that, but, uh, he, I bet he has a name change coming soon. Um, you know, he, he needs one down bad early and he's actually playing. I was just looking at this week, uh, matchups and he's got the nuts. So he's got to, he's got to step up or he's, you know, he's in danger for 0-3. Yeah. 0-3 may call for a name change. You never know. Um, so. Moving on. So let's uh, quickly go over um, just a couple questions here. Favorites and then some, some name questions. And then we'll we'll capitalize and cap it off with the uh, the power rankings. Um, favorites to, to win the, the champion. Are, are we talking about favorite names here? <laughs> I like favorite names. On favorite names. One. Favorite names. We don't need to talk about my favorite to win the championship. That's clearly Reggie. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think my favorite is Just It just flows nicely. Yep, yep. Um, I am going to go with SPLLC. Um, just love it. I love the LLC. Really made me laugh the first time. Um, we're going to stick to it. Good. First to change their name, I'm going to go with Broncos Country Let's Ride. Um, I just don't know. I don't know. I think it's it's the easiest to change. Um, and if Ross starts having some bad games, you gotta get that. You gotta get that off your team. Yeah. Speak speaking of bad bad games, I uh, just mentioned. I think Sam's gonna change his name first. Um, I mean, just a just a very bad start, averaging sixteen and a half points per. So, um, I think Sam just needs a name change. Just you know, change in the locker room, uh, a little morale boost. Um, that's what you gotta do. Freshen it up. And then most likely to be permanent, uh, I'm going with SPLLC. I, I think that one will stick. Yep. Uh, I'm just going to echo that. I think that is, um, again, my favorite, but it's just it's just a perfect brand name. Um, Good job. Moving on, let's go to the power rankings. Um, the algorithm is back. You know, it has collected lots of, lots of data. Um, yeah. You know, we had two weeks worth of data here. We had the preseason data, the offseason data, uh, the playoff data from last year even. So, I mean, um, people may say it's rusty, but, man, it's in it's in full form. Um, the uh, algorithm summer, if I can ask. What's that? The algorithm, did he have a good summer? Algorithm had a great summer. Um, yeah. You know, it tried to get out on the links as much as it could just to, to get outdoors, stay fresh, you know, get taking yeah. some fresh air. Um, yeah. But but always working, you know, always yeah. working. It, it's, and I will say, you know, it, the algorithm shop's gotten a little easier over the last two years without having to report every week. So, you yeah. know, it's, he's well-rounded. 
well rested, lot of lot of good data, and it's just you know again it, it's the algorithm. It's no one else. Um, but you want to start us off. You want to go through the first the the top three here. Yeah. So the first three that the algorithm uh, has spit out here: number one, uh, Brother Mon, two and zero, uh, highest scoring team in the league. Has not really been tested yet. Uh, got his two captains there, Diggs and Allen. And uh, he's rolling. So, Brother Mon at one. Uh, number two, uh, we have Papa Partner. And uh, Papa Partner and Brother Mon, typically the other side of the rankings. But this year's different. And Papa Partner's got it rolling. He's got some good pieces. Second, or is he the scoring team in the league? Potentially the second highest scoring team in the league. Yeah, we're number and, two by a few. Yeah, right behind... Uh, right behind uh, Clay, or uh, Brother Mon, and Brother Mon has only had 80 points scored on him a week. So, you know, got to factor that in a little bit, but the performance has been there. Number three, uh, the Nuts, uh, Ben. He, uh, you know, really from two on, it's a toss-up, but um, when you look at the standings, there's a little bit of a question mark at who's at three currently. You kind of want to, you know, make sure the algorithm knows the history and all the facts, and it, it spit out Ben here for the nuts at number three. Yeah, they, they like uh, Ben's roster, uh, apparently, and, and the potential there. Um, next, we got Muertos. Um, again, just a, a sound roster throughout, one and one. Um, you know, scoring points, you know, right around a hundred every week, put up 117 week one, 93 week two. Um, you know, I think for the most part, you know, he's going to get his Bengals stack rolling. They, they're off to a terrible yeah. start. Um, but Mayor Twos, Mayor Twos, Twos, a couple horns Mayor. deep. <laughs> uh, Twos, uh, I think he's just fine though. Uh, in a similar situation, uh, we got Reg here. Um, again, great roster. You've had some injuries, but you haven't had, uh, injuries to your studs. Um, you know, you McCaffrey's actually gotten off to a slow start even in your one and one. Um, but you got Cooper cup as well. So, uh, you know, with those two, just one of those guys can win you a league. So you have both. I think you're going to be, be strong all year. Uh, we got old Tallahassee love. I think if he had a better week one, uh, he'd be higher up. Um, you know, he, he's again, though, you know, this, this little range right here is very interchangeable, had a massive week two. you know, bounce back. Well, um, you know, we, we want to see consistency out of, out of Tallahassee love. And so we're, you know, he's got a big week three for the, the algo. Um, oh, yeah. and then we got Scotty, uh, rolling Paul Maldedib or whatever, um, the Arizona Scotties, uh, you know, he needs Kamara back, uh, again, one-on-one, very interchangeable section, um, you know, putting up some good, good weeks, um, but we'll see what he does again and coming up in week three and just need, needs a, needs a solid week, Scotty. Yeah. And then, uh, to close it out the last five here. So this would be number seven, I believe. Yeah. This we'll call it seven. Seven or eight here after Scott, we have uh, Javante Sumo's Revenge, Phil. Um, you know, the skilled players haven't produced much. Javante in the timeshare, you know, still early, but, you know, he's landing, you know, towards the, the back middle of the pack. Right after Phil, number nine, uh, we have Kehoe and uh, what was that team name again for Kehoe? Broncos, let's ride. 
Broncos, let's ride. That's right. Yeah, I don't think we need to remember it. I think it'll be gone pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> hasn't gotten many good performances, or maybe he has. He's one and one, middle of the pack. Got him at nine. You know, middle tier points produced at uh, one seventy three. You know, a lot of fact finding to do there. Um, number ten. Uh, we have the bug type gem, and this is generous, and it just kind of speaks to the bottom two's roster that uh, the 0-2 Dylan Kirk-led organization is only number 10 here. He scored something like, I can't remember, 50 points the first week. Very bad. And, yeah, nobody, maybe two guys over 10. So got a lot of work to do. Um, took the tight end early, which kind of puts a dent in your roster with Andrews. So we'll see what he's got. He likes to talk about how he's never missed the playoffs, but, you know, Maybe that bug's coming around to bite up. Really, um, real quick about yeah. about DK. Remember this packet he used to try to sell people. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't kit. here. I yeah, the draft kit, whatever. Uh, his little play packet. Um, I, I haven't heard words of that this year. You know, does he know yeah. he's washed? I think he does. Yeah, I think it's just you yeah. know. I think the era uh, was over after his championship a couple of years ago. He peaked. Um, DK may be done. Let's just keep an eye out on that. Mm, sad to see. So the bottom two here, number 11, uh, SPLLC, 0-2, um, towards the bottom of the standings, took a tough loss to Reggie. Um, you know, he does have Drake London, then he'll pull off the bench. Kyle Pitts has been underperforming, but then all of a sudden you're starting two Falcons. And, oh, uh, tough. Yeah, he's going to have to make a move here soon. I think people are probably bidding on Pitts and uh, want one of his three startable running backs, but um, we'll see. Just don't know if his heart's in it anymore. We'll just see what he's got going on. Um, and then rounding out the standings, the algorithm has uh, Raid at Mar-a-Lago. And uh, one thing that Algo pointed out you know, when you shared the results with me was uh, Watson um, right at Mar-a-Lago must have done something to Watson because after two weeks here, uh, IBM Watson's got him at a 7% chance to make the playoffs. So I, you know, typically you don't see single-digit chances to make the playoffs until, you know, week 10, 11. But maybe there's some beef there. Maybe there's some fancy karma. I don't know. But he's at the bottom of the power rankings. Yeah. Yeah, very, very low. Um, so super interesting. Uh, to see that, but I think uh, you know, I think Sam knows that he he deserves that bottom spot there this week. Um, but he'll make a move. We're we're not worried. Um, just a tough start. Uh, one thing I did want to note, um, you know, all three tier four teams are the only three two and O teams. Um, so one of the uh, an anonymous tier four four owner called. Being called a, a Tier 4 team is bulletin board material. So I think there's some extra motivation there. Um, and the Tier 4 teams are all 2-0. and So, you know, what does the CHP know? Nothing. We, we really don't. Uh, and then two Tier 1 teams are 0-2. Are so uh, DK and Sam just off to terrible starts. Um, we do want to note, though, Skirts, you know, it's his first season with old uh, Bobby there. So, um, you know. We, we went through the ringer last year ourselves, first year with a kid. It, it's tough. You can't allocate the time. Uh, there's a learning curve. So uh, Sam needs to find it quick, though, um, and, and learn quick. Um, but to wrap it up, though, um, any any bumper selections here for the, the rest of the year? You know, I don't like to put those demons on anybody. Yeah, you um, really don't. You don't want bad karma, but it's just part of the segment. 
Yeah, but I will anyway. Um, <laughs> since, um, I actually think, you know, you know, taking a further dive into the rosters that DK has a uh, bumper potential, uh, major bumper potential. You know, he's got Stafford at quarterback. Zeke is not great. Ayuk at wide receiver, too. That's probably him trying to trade Ayuk and putting them in his lineup. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Expect an Ayuk trade offer this week. Yeah, I already got the Ayuk Robinson trade offer package. So everybody else who got that, you know, <laughs> the virus at this point. I'm surprised Mooney hasn't been um, offered to me or he, anybody else. Maybe he has. He know uh, he knows a combined 1.4 points over two weeks. No one's gonna bite. Yeah, so he's going to definitely have to. And now I understand that during fantasy season, it's basically like a full-time job for him. That's what Ben told me, that he's just locked in. So, yeah. you know, maybe he can figure out a way out of this bind, but it's not looking good right now. He's got Amon Ra and Mark Andrews and Dalvin, and uh, that's really all there is to talk about. Yeah, I will say I can not pick DK to be uh... – bumper just because of how much time he he puts in he will refuse and do anything to not be bumper i think um although i think if there's one person who deserves it because they care the most about bumper is d-dog um he i swear he's the only one that ever brings it up in the off season and is the only one that uh presents punishment ideas um so we would all love to see it if it happens um you know, I don't. I'm. I'm gonna stick with Phil. I don't really think he will, but he hasn't proved to me that he's also not gonna be it. Um, yeah. So at at this point, I gotta stick with my preseason uh, selection here uh, with with Spurl. Fair enough. Well, that about wraps it up here for the post week two Reg uh, partner. We, we appreciate the, the time and you stepping up and stepping in to, to be the co-host tonight and uh, the work you put into the, the, the prep here to get the outline going. And uh, I enjoyed, uh, you know, running, running this with you. Always good uh, to join the pod. Always good to talk ball. And, um, you know, ho- hopefully partner, your, your uh, co-host partner makes back safely and you guys can pick this thing uh, up in two weeks yeah we we shall good luck the rest of the season um look forward to week 11 against you absolutely it's all the Thanks, brother. peace yeah all right